for your children on 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission here at For Your Children is to share the truth about education. There's a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry equips you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. I want to thank Safe Storage for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you are in the Middle Tennessee area, Safe Storage has units in Columbia and Mount Pleasant, and you can find them at safestoragetn.com. If you would like to sponsor Free Your Children Radio Show or Free Your Children Ministry, you can contact me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com and I will be happy to send you a sponsorship package. You can also find me at my website, that's freeyourchildren.com. My email, which again is freeyourchildren at gmail.com. You can find me on X, Facebook, Instagram, and you can also find me on the Borough Pulse. I'm a monthly contributor there, and that is B-O-R-O. P-U-L-S-E.com, and I have an author page, Tiffany Boyd, and you can read all of the articles that I have shared to date regarding education, so I hope you'll check that out. Tonight's guest, we have two with us tonight, and the reason why they have been asked to come on the show is because I recently exposed a situation that happened in White County Schools, specifically Woodland Park Elementary School in White County, Tennessee, and the parents contacted me, and so I've brought them on to tonight so that they can answer some questions for those of you that may want to know more details about this situation. And you can talk to them, hear what they have to say, and hear from them in their own words. So I want to introduce Josh and Destiny Hancock to our listeners. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. So this situation has somewhat gone viral. I know that libs of TikTok actually picked up this story. I've heard rumblings that local news media it may indeed pick this up. This isn't the first time that White County has made national news. Wasn't long ago I had exposed a story regarding a murder assignment that went national and the Christian Post and the World Net Daily picked it up as well as national um, um, local news coverage here um, in our area. And then recently they've also had a teacher that was arrested, a teacher that's also or was also a softball coach there um, at a middle school, at the middle school, White County Middle School. Is that correct? Is it White County Middle School? Yes. And he was arrested for the alleged rape of a student. And I know that local law enforcement was asking anyone if they had any information. I think they were afraid that there may be more victims in the case. So they were asking anyone that had information regarding that situation to contact the proper authorities. And then this situation arose. And actually, a follower of Free Your Children had contacted me told me a little bit about what was going on at Woodland Park Elementary School. And I had asked that individual if the parents would be willing to discuss this. And I wound up getting in touch with you, Josh, and your wife, Destiny, and you agreed to speak to me about this. And so we've had several conversations now regarding this situation. So I'm going to give our listeners, in case they're unfamiliar, you can go to my Facebook page for your children, Facebook page, and you can see multiple posts that I have made regarding this specific incident. I also did a live video about this incident prior to other sources picking this up. What I was given by this particular follower of For Your Children was a recorded conversation between Destiny and the assistant principal, Miss Mullinax. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So how did you find out 
first that there was even a problem at Woodland Park Elementary School. And I'm going to preface this by saying that there was an individual there, a biological male, who was dressing as a woman. And he had access to the children in the school because of the capacity that he was working in. So how were you even alerted, Josh and Destiny, that this individual was at the school and there was a problem? Well, it, it first started with rumblings. Uh, you know, you hear people talking about things that, that happen in schools and come to our attention. And since we have members that that we know that go to that school as well, that we interact with daily, you know, we were trying to talk to them about it and they were terrified to speak on it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. They were afraid that they're they going to lose their job. They were told to keep quiet. So we done a little bit of, bit of digging and fortunately enough, someone was actually brave enough to come forward and say, yes, this is actually what's happening in that school. Once we got that individual's name, my wife she was going to drop the kids off that morning. She said, I'm going to have a, a conversation with the principal about this. And I said, well, I told my wife, so we'll make sure you record because of the, the stigma that is associated with White County School System and Woodland Park. Right. Not everybody at Woodland Park, but a lot of the administration there. And so long story short, she went to the school. She had her phone on her. She went to record and thankfully she did. Mm-hmm. And I'll let her take it and let let her tell you what happened. Before you get started, Destiny, I want to clarify something. So there were employees there at the school that were being told not to speak about this specific situation? That's what we were told, yes. Okay, okay. And so you have children enrolled in Woodland Park Elementary School, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, we have two that were enrolled there. Okay, and so I'm going to let you take it from here. You went to the school that morning with the intention of speaking to the principal, correct? Yes, and okay. Miss Miss Johnson was not there yet, so I was sitting and waiting, and I saw Miss Mullinex. So I said, "Can I please speak with you for a minute?" And she said, "Sure." So we went into her office, and I asked her. I said, "Is there a man that's dressing as a woman working here at this school?" And she said, "No." And I said, "Well, I've heard that there is," and she shook her head no at me. So I said, "You know, so there's nobody named Nicholas in this school." And then she started asking me how I found this information out. Mm -hmm. And when I told her, you know, I just found it, you know, I heard people say there was somebody here working like that. So I just went on Facebook and we just found it. And she wasn't really satisfied with that answer. Right. And then when I continued to press it, she just kept saying, this is not an employee of the White County school system. And I said, but is this person in Woodland Park? Mm-hmm. And she said she was not at liberty to discuss that with me. So I decided to um, unenroll my children from that school. Yes. And this is the conversation that that I have. I actually have this recording. I've shared it in multiple posts over on my Facebook page. It's been shared over on X, formerly Twitter. Um, so I heard it with my own two ears. I listened to it. And it did seem like there was a major lack of transparency because she didn't seem, in my opinion, to be answering the question that you were asking her, which was, is this individual at the school? Yes. And um, I heard the same thing that you just stated. She kept insisting that the individual was not employed 
by White County Schools or by Woodland Park Elementary School, but that's not what you were asking her. You were asking her if this individual was indeed at the school and yes. had access to the children. So uh, my question is, this person, did your children have any contact with this individual? I am not sure. I've heard that he was on the playground and in the hallway, so he very well could have been around them at some point. Okay, so after this conversation with Miss Molinax wrapped up, you told her that you wanted to transfer your children. What happened after that? Um, I just took my children and I and I brought them um, to the next school about you know five miles away and immediately enrolled them in there. And then my husband placed a phone call to the superintendent. Okay, and so let's talk about that one. So Josh, you're the you're the one. Uh, that had the conversation with Kurt Dronebarger. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you called him and tell us how that conversation with the superintendent went. When I first called the the White County School System, I asked to speak with Kurt Dronebarger and his receptionist had asked me uh, what it was about. And I let her know there was an incident in Woodland Park this morning. And she had asked me, she said, uh, well, our proper procedures, we usually go through the principal first. Have you tried doing that? And I said, yes, ma'am, I did. And I said, I need to speak with the director of schools immediately. So she got me on the phone with him and I told him, I explained to him what happened. I said, did, are you aware that there was an individual at Woodland Park that was dressed as a woman who has all this stuff all over their social media, has an OnlyFans page, you know, the list went on. Mm -hmm. And he said, I am not aware of that. He said, but it was brought to my attention just a little bit ago. And so he said, I'm about to go investigate that right now. And I said, well, I don't understand why we weren't told this individual was working at the school. I said, Miss Molinex, my wife had asked her directly if this individual was working at the school, and she said she wasn't at liberty to say. And then she said that, but she assured us that he wasn't an employee of the White County School System. I said, even though he's inside the school, he told me, he said, no, she's wrong. He said, you're allowed to know who works in the school at any time. And I said, I understand that. I said, you need to reiterate that to Miss Molinax. So he said he was going to go talk to her and he would get back to me after his investigation. Well, about, I'd say four hours passed and we got a phone call back from Mr. Drone Barker. And uh, he said, hey, he said, I'm just calling to touch base with you. He said, I did investigate. Pro that individual probably won't be back at White County. Now, that's okay. what he told us. So probably won't be back. So I would take it from that statement that he just made that that individual was indeed there at Woodland Park Elementary School. Absolutely. Okay. And he also clarified that Miss Mullinax should have told your wife, should have told Destiny, if that person was indeed in the schools, correct? Correct. And I also asked him point blank while I was on the phone, I said, is it not the right of parents to know everyone inside that school? And he said, well, yeah, he said, it's a publicly funded school. He said, you have the right to know anyone who works there. Right. So did you find out through the conversation with Drone Barger who had indeed employed this individual? He told me that they use third parties mm -hmm. in order to fill these positions. Right. I couldn't get a straight answer on who is the individual that hires, that, that you know, decides to use these third parties. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't make heads or tails of 
you know, who this person reported to, who this person's boss was, because at the end of the day, this individual doesn't just show up at the school and reports to no one. There's got to be some sort of person that he reports to on a daily basis that keeps an eye on this individual. And it's my understanding that through these conversations that the the principal of the school gets to set their own policies and and things like that. So I don't know if it's at the principal's discretion that this individual's hired, if it's through the director of schools, or if he's the one that does these contracts with these third parties. Mm -hmm. And so we're still, we're going to file some freedom of information request acts Mm -hmm. for this purpose right here to see who this individual for sure worked for, who this individual, who hired this individual and get a little bit more information on the situation so hopefully it doesn't happen again right i know that in our county typically when the school system is partnering with a third-party vendor to provide any type of services that that usually comes up through the school board and they vote on the contract because did drone barger tell you that they had terminated the contract with the third party that had employed this particular individual he did because on friday well Back up to the um, school board meeting when there were several people there that just decided not to look at the folder I provided for them with the screenshots. I thought, well, I'm going to flood each one of them's email with it so they have to look at it. So that's what I did. And then he emailed me back and said that, you know, thanking me for the information and that it helped in his investigation and his decision to um, terminate the contract with that company. Right. So that means that they did indeed know that this person was working in the school system because he was contracted with this third party. Now, when the when Drone Barger knew that this was an issue, I don't know. I can't answer that. But he did make it clear. They did make it clear through their communications with you that, yes, this individual had been in Woodland Park Elementary School and he was hired by this specific third party that the school system had contracted with. Yes, because we didn't know what position he held at that time either. Mm -hmm. And he clarified that he was a behavioral technician that worked with his children. Yes. And I I looked into that a little bit. I think you had you or Destiny had told me that the company was Positive Behavior Support Corporation. I looked that up and, you know, they had a listing of available job openings currently and kind of a little bit of a synopsis that they work with. One thing that I had read said that they worked with children that had been diagnosed with autism. I guess children that have some type of behavioral issue going on. That's what these individuals are in the school to provide services to those children. Is that how you understand that? Or Yes, ma'am. yes it was my understanding that he was working in the pre-K room, um, the special needs area. Okay. Okay. So, and let's talk about what was so concerning. So again, Josh nor Destiny originally were the ones that tipped me off to this situation. Another follower of For Your Children alerted me to what had been going on and they sent me some screenshots that this employee had posted. And then when Josh and and Destiny got in touch with me, they provided me with many more. Many I could not even share on any form of social media because they were pornographic. I mean, they were so vulgar and pornographic that had I used any of those images or any of those posts, I likely would have been, you know, kicked off of social media. They were that bad. I didn't feel comfortable sharing. I did share some, the ones that I felt like I could, and those were bad enough. 
So what what was your biggest concern when you saw what this individual was was posting? And these images and posts were public too, like they weren't hidden. Anyone could access them. I could actually access a lot of those things in the beginning. And then when it started getting attention, uh, apparently this individual was alerted and then social media seemed to be locked down at that point. And then you couldn't find things, but we were all able to at least capture enough screenshots to get a picture of of um, what, who this person was and what they were doing in their spare time. So as parents, what was so concerning about this to you? I would have to say it's, it's a plethora of different things. All of it was concerning. What, some of the things that stick out more than others is the fact this individual had posted about selling his body mm-hmm. in order for money. The OnlyFans page, I don't know if parents, some parents may not be familiar with OnlyFans, but that is a service to where you know people subscribe to you on a monthly basis and you do sexual acts for these individuals in order to gain money. And then you had... Um, anti-america hate you know post on there you had this individual satanic which was absolutely mind-blowing you had him this individual was half naked you know body parts hanging out he had very vulgar sayings that he wanted to do to people sexually Um, explicit videos very explicit videos you had suicidal post about that on there about Mm -hmm. killing you know so it was one of those things to where you know as a whole everything was a concerning but there's a few that stick out more than others especially now you know looking back because like you said this individual obviously was proud of it in the beginning because everything was public Yeah, it was all public it was public you anyone could access it you know which means that you know, children who may not necessarily be monitored on social media could have stumbled across that, could have accessed that. It was frightening, actually, and, and disgusting to see the post. And and there was nudity that was posted. I saw the images that this individual had posted, nudity. And again, I couldn't share those posts on social media because I knew that or felt that it would be flagged if I had done so. But it was very concerning. And the fact that he worked in any capacity as a behavioral therapist to me is even more concerning. Absolutely. Because once once we figured out this individual's name, it literally took 30 seconds to yes. find all. This right. Stuff. So it wasn't it, like it was hard to find. I mean, no, you type in his name. Yeah. Once and I had another, the name, same thing for me. I could search it and I, I immediately went right to it and had access to all of that. There was another thing that that also I don't think a lot of people pick up on. You know, they might say, well, how did you find all this stuff? Well, it was pretty easy because in his social media, like from his Facebook, it had links to his Twitter right. or his Instagram or his t- TikTok or his <laughs> OnlyFans. So each social media platform that you clicked on, he had those links there readily available. So it's just a click of a mouse and it takes you right to it. Absolutely. None of it, again, you know, was hidden. And then another thing that I found really concerning about all of this was the lack of transparency that it appeared was that was coming from school. That there was another individual who had sent an email to Mrs. Mullinex about the situation and about the way that they, and I shared this, I shared this email over on For Your Children. It was an email exchange between this individual and Miss Mullinax. And they were stating how that they were not happy with the way that the situation had been handled. And she responded 
to the person by telling them that they had only been told one side of the story and that they had been told untruths. And my question regarding that response is, who was she saying told the untruths? Because the superintendent had confirmed these things with you and your wife. Right, Josh? Correct. Correct. Yes. So the fact that, and and, you know, has Miss Mullinex had any more conversations with you or Destiny about this situation? Because essentially, I felt like when I was reading her response that she was claiming that someone was lying about the situation. She has yet to reach out or send an email or anything like that. And I got the same. I took that as she was calling me a liar. Absolutely. That was my impression. That was my opinion when I read it. And, um, you know, again, though that email exchange can be found over on For Your Children. You can see that um, and read it for yourself. But, you know, there's a problem when parents come to the school. I listened to the recording again, um, as I said before, between you, Destiny, and Miss Mullinex. And it seemed like to me, my opinion was that she was far more concerned about how you found out that this was occurring than Mm -hmm. she was uh, (laughs) answering your questions and being transparent. And yes. when there's lack of transparency, that's the first red flag right there. Yep. Yeah, uh, that maybe that's they're hiding something. Yes, absolutely. And and I received a phone call this morning from another source that told me that this they had heard that this individual had also applied at a school at, at Baxter. And then they had also applied at Putnam County School as a substitute teacher. And I don't know the status on any of that, but if you have children in those schools, you may need to be asking questions about their, if they have an ethics. Josh, you and I spoke about this. Some counties do have ethics standards regarding social media and what's posted. And had they hidden what was on their social media pages, we wouldn't have known that this person was involved in this type of lifestyle or or activity. So that at least gave everyone the opportunity to see, you know, what this person was doing and who this person that had contact with these preschool children, who they were. But, you know, it's just concerning on multiple levels, because if there's an ethics statement and they're hiding it, they might be involved in all of these things and introducing things to kids that they certainly, that parents certainly wouldn't want them introduced to. But yet, you know, them putting it on social media, that's that's terrible, too. So the problem with all this is, is the vetting process, apparently. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing that concerns me as well is if you go to the website of Woodland Park, mm-hmm. and I just know this for Woodland Park. I'm sure it may be like this for other schools, but I, I can't comment on that. But I know it for a fact for Woodland Park. If you go to Woodland Park and you and you look at their website, at their staff, this individual is not anywhere on the staff. Right. And I know they'll probably say, well, that's because he's not an employee of the White County school system. Well, if it wasn't for a brave individual who brought this to light, Nobody would have known this. So, you know, if you have individuals that work in this school, there's no way for parents to check out this individual because they're not listed on the website for the school. Right. So you have to trust the administration that Mm -hmm. they've hired the right people. Well, apparently this administration knew they didn't hire the right person and they tried to lie about it to cover it up. And if you don't have the proper vetting procedures in place to vet these individuals, it like we've talked about, it's no surprise 
people who prey on children are going to go where children are, whether that's school, that's daycares, whether that's pre-K, you're going to have to have certain safeguards in place. And when you do have individuals who actually want to do the right thing and speak up about these injustices, they're told to keep quiet for fear of losing their job or retaliation. And there's something seriously wrong there. And as you can see from Woodland Park, obviously they were more concerned with how we found out than the problem at hand. And from what we were told to record the information, which luckily we did because of these individuals like to lie and cover things up, that held to be true. Uh, We were told that these teachers would lose their job or be reprimanded if they told anybody. Well, if it goes hand in hand with what Miss Mullinex was concerned about, how did you find out? Even speaking with Kurt Dronebarger at the time, he said, well, yeah, we have a proper chain of command that we have to go through. And and she was just trying to make sure that the teachers are following that properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it seems more like everybody's silenced, but the few that hold the actual power at that school for the decision making. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. And then and then let's talk about this, too. You wanted to speak to the school board about this incident, correct? Yes. And tell me what happened when when you decided that you were going to attempt to do that. So when I talked, I was on the phone with Kurt Dronbarger, and I'd ask him, I said, hey, I said, uh, I want to speak at the school board meeting tonight about this. There's a meeting tonight, correct? And he said, yes, sir, there is. And I said, well, I'd like to speak about this because I think every parent should know. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, not to discourage you from speaking, but you won't be able to speak tonight. And I said, why is that? He said, well, because you have to be on an agenda. And unless you're on that agenda, you have to request in writing for seven days and be approved. And I said, well, I was under the impression that I could show up before five o'clock, write my name down, and you actually able to speak. And he said, no. He said, they stick with their agenda. He said, that's that they're really strict on that. He said, because things have been going off topic lately. So they're really trying to stick to their agenda. I said, okay, I appreciate it. Well, I contacted some other board members and I was told, no, come, come show up. We'll get you on there. We'll get you on there to speak. So we showed up. I wrote my name down, Josh Hancock. I wrote the topic that I wanted to speak about, which was safety. Mm -hmm. And no one told me, including the director of schools, that it was actually a voting process that night if we could actually speak or not. So it was unsure. He was he was so sure that I wouldn't be able to speak, yet it was actually up to a vote. Mm-hmm. Now, I can honestly say the the committeeman, Bob Young, he or the chairman, Bob Young, he did not want the public to speak. Mm-hmm. And neither did Kurt Dronbarger. Mm-hmm. It was it was a select few board members who actually said, no, I've had children that went to White County schools. And as a, as a parent, I would love to be able to approach a board at any time. So they voted and it was, yes, you can come up and speak. So okay. when we were as at the time when I go to speak, you know, they go through their agenda and then it's time for public comments. Now there's a woman sitting beside my wife, one chair over. Mm-hmm. And right before they go to call me up, this individual gets up goes right over to the camera and audio area and unplugs it. So now they unplugged the camera and the audio prior to you addressing the board. Yes. If you watch the live feed, you'll see this, this lady, she gets up right before I go to speak. I mean, literally within seconds before I go to speak, she hurries up and gets up, 
goes right over there and the 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 audio equipment's right next to Kurt Dronebarger. Mm-hmm. She goes over there and unplugs it. She knocks the camera down and then unplugs it. Wow. And the individuals, I guess they got live feedback, but there was no audio whatsoever. Right. That was the reports. And I tried to attempt to watch it. I couldn't hear anything, you know, during that portion of the video. The person that had originally alerted me to this situation said that there was no audio. But you did, did Destiny, did you record it as he was speaking? I did. And that's what you sent me, correct? So I have that and I'm going to try to get that uploaded as well when this interview airs on the page so that people can see um, what Josh was actually saying when he was addressing the school board. But it seems a little, has that, is that like typical for them to get up and go and cut off the audio and the camera prior to a citizen making a statement to the school board, addressing the school board? I've never seen it happen. I'm not sure. Um, other people have posted that they've seen it happen before, mm-hmm. but I can't say that I've seen it happen before. Right. Um, and and why did and and why would that person feel the need to do this prior to you speaking, Josh? That seems, what? in my opinion, it seems that that's going hand in hand with a lack of transparency in that school district. I agree. The individual, her name was Candace Allen, and she's actually the communications director at mm-hmm. White County Schools. So, you know, we were never alerted that there was issue with audio or video. They never said anything like that whatsoever. Even when she was doing it, mm-hmm. there was never, hey, guys, give us just one second. We're having some technical issues. You know, and this these uh, board meetings are live streamed right. throughout. You, know, you can find that on YouTube. Uh-huh. And so I think it's very important that you know people see what's going on that's why they live stream it so when you when you get up and there's no explanation of hey give me five minutes to see if i can figure this out before public comment i just find it you know convenient i'll use that word yeah that you know something like that happens right before this because the entire time all the way up till we spoke at the board meeting we faced opposition the entire time right well You know, kudos to you and Destiny both for being willing to speak out on this issue. That's what has to happen. We have to shine a light on the darkness. Now, Kurt Dronebergers, his contract is supposed to be up for vote when? In several months from now, but he's wanting to expedite this process and try to renew it early. Is that accurate? Yes. Normally, they have voted on it in April. His contract is up in June. But he's wanting to get it renewed December 14th. Wow. So did he give a reason as to why he's wanting this considered months before the contract actually is up for vote? Their reasoning is that it's a long process to find another director if they needed to. Hmm. Well, you know, I'll say this. I hope that the community that lives in White County, Tennessee, is taking into consideration all the issues that seems to be happening in the White County school system, and they're asking the appropriate questions, and they are demanding transparency because we have to do everything we can to keep our children safe. Absolutely. 
And I do want to thank you both again for being willing to come on and talk about this. Uh, we may be doing a follow-up interview about this. Please keep us updated if you have any more communications with anyone there in an administrative capacity there in White County regarding this incident. And I will keep all of my followers over on Free Your Children updated as this situation unfolds. Education is fluid. It Every day I'm getting tips, I'm getting stories, I'm getting links to things that people are wanting me to share across the nation. There's a lot going on in education and parents must be alert and they must be informed. And I want to end tonight with this. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Ephesians 5, 11. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.